Today is the finale of FAQ, and I want to take some questions. So, um, Minister Tumi, what we've been doing the whole of this month is that people come to church on Thursdays with questions, and we answer the questions. And so we already have people who have sent questions already. I'd like to delve into that and start answering the questions. And if you're here, you have questions in the room, you can also ask your questions. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. So, me, did you have any question for me today so we can move from there? Um, hello, P. Flo. I have a, bro a brother or a brother. Well, it's brother. Okay. Well, well even, even if it's brother, but everything works, yeah? Having a Catholic background, I was taught that speaking in tongues was for some particular people, but it seems different here, obviously. Is speaking in tongues for all believers, or it's a gift for some people? God is not a respecter of persons. Let's start with that. God is not a respecter of persons. If God gives you, if God gives you the, if God gives a gift, it's for everybody. He's not going to give a gift for some people and um, leave the other people out because they are not good enough. For the gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. Amen. Did you hear what I said? Yes, sir. The gifts and the calling of God, they are re without repentance. Mark chapter 16 verse 17 will explain, will, be, will answer you. And this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak in new tongues. It's for them. So who, who, who is entitled to speak in tongues? Every believer. Every believer. Now there's an assumption that you're not speaking in tongues. You're not filled with the Holy Ghost. It's not true. The Holy Ghost is within you. You have not just given that gift expression. Because nobody comes to the Father except the Holy Ghost brings you. And the person inside of you at salvation is the Holy Spirit. So Jesus did not enter your heart in salvation and say, Holy Ghost, wait first. Until she's ready to speak in tongues. It doesn't make sense. You get what I'm saying? So it's not the day you spoke in tongues that you got filled with the Holy Ghost. That's the day that the gift unlocked and you had expression. You get what I'm saying? Because the Holy Ghost is already in you at salvation. What entered you, that, that regeneration. So God is God in creation, his son in redemption, his spirit in regeneration. Yes, yeah, so what entered you in regeneration is the Holy Ghost. So you already have the Holy Ghost within you. Why you're not speaking is sometimes you get your mind to shut you. Your spirit. So you want to speak some, speak some. I got, I got saved in 1990. It took me four years to speak in tongues. Some of you here, yeah, I was not born. Yeah, you were not born. Na uh, um, I got saved. I got saved 1990. I got filled with the Holy Ghost 94. It took me four years because I had a horrible teacher who said to me that if you speak in tongues anyhow, it is the sin that the Holy Ghost does not forgive. So every time, so I was in bondage for four years. Four years. Holy Spirit Mission Church, Benin City. Yeah, four years. So every time I wanted to pray in tongues, I would just hold myself, say, I beg you, before I go and do the one that God will never forgive me. Until I got the understanding that it's sin against the Holy Ghost. It's not that. It's the rejection of Jesus. Because the ministry of the Holy Ghost, if you reject the ministry of the Holy Ghost, which is Jesus, that is the sin of the Holy Ghost. And I went to, it was camp meeting August 8th, and the pastor laid hands on me, and I remember just, and, and guess what happened to me first when I started praying in tongues? My mind started talking to me. You shouldn't have the real one be this. Because that's what happens to you. 
Uh, you know, be like pastor, you come that shut up. Now they can make the check of this. Yeah, they talk your cha 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 cha. And the man said something to me very profound. He's passed now to glory. Reverend Akoria is his name from Sapele. He said to me, don't listen to what your mind is saying. Just keep speaking in your spirit. And I continued speaking. I just kept speaking with the spirit of God helping me. And the rest is history. So when you, when you start speaking in tongues, you have to shut your mind. The Bible says, he that prays in unknown tongues, prays in the spirit, and your mind is unfruitful. Yeah? But when you are now matured in that thing, open up your mind. As you're praying in tongues, God will give you interpretation and it will come through your mind. So at the beginning, shut your mind. When you get there, open up your mind. Because you start getting strong interpretation. Praying in the spirit, oh, it's a blessing to the believer. It's a huge blessing to the believer. It's how you pray right. That's how you pray accurately. Romans says, for we do not know how to pray like we ought to. But the Spirit of God helps us with groaning that cannot be. Let me give you an illustration. So I, 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 I'm, I, 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 I want to have a relationship with an individual. And I like the person. Or we're feeling each other. And as I'm praying about this, Father, I like that babe. Oh, God, that babe, man. Father, that's, that's just my spirit. Father, you know, let the girl just grieve for me. And as you pray like that, then you switch to the spirit. What you are saying in the spirit, Father, let this girl leave me, oh. Leave me, oh. Make you not kill me, oh. Because your spirit is praying the will of God. So praying in the spirit is the most accurate way to pray. Paul says in Ephesians, praying all prayers in the spirit. Ephesians 5 verse 18. Praying all prayers in the spirit. So I can be praying, Father, I need to go to Abuja. Oh, Father, thank you. For the, and God is saying, hey, as I begin to pray in the spirit, what I'm saying in the spirit is, Father, I must not go. Lest I miss the opportunity in Lagos. But my mind cannot tell what my spirit is saying at that time. For the mind is unfruitful. But my spirit, how be it, prays the very counsel and the very will of God. So if you're not praying in the spirit, you're depriving yourself. Because it's a gift. You don't have to earn it. The Bible says, as the spirit, the spirit of God gave them utterance. I can give you testimonies about praying in, in the spirit. It will shock you. What that, what, that has, what that has done to me. Oh my God. You know the classic story of me trying to get a house? So I was trying to get a house one time. I share the story all the time. It's, 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 it's really powerful. And the house was 1.5 million naira. This was in VGC some years ago. I saw the house. I loved it. The garden of the house was big. I called it the garden of power. I loved the place. And it was 1.5. And I had 800K at that time. So I saw an agent who said, I know the woman who owns the house. So I went to see the woman. So I go to the house. He said, okay, um, the house is going for 1.7, but somebody has volunteered to pay for 1.5. So therefore... Just give it to the person. So, young man, what do you have? And I said to the woman, I have it. I said it boldly. <laughs> With confidence. I haven't talked so much. Then I used to talk very far. I have in my account right now 800,000 naira. She looked at the agent and said, bring serious people to me. Serious, serious people. Serious, only serious people. And then she left me. I went to church that Sunday and I was sitting in church. My friend, Pastor Ben, is in the UK right now, sat with me. My pastor was preaching. My mind had left the house because I thought I lost the house. But I went to the house. I remember vividly, laid my legs on the house. And I said, Father, thank you because this will be my room. This will be my prayer room. This will be my dining. And I described it and I just left. This is two weeks later. I'm there in church. Pastor is preaching and I'm just, I'm responding in the spirit. My guy tapped me and said, you know what? You're speaking Igbo. I said, you see, let me warn you. Don't distract me. I, I was going and praying. He said, please, 
Piflo, you are speaking Igbo. I said, I can't say Kedikodi this successfully. <laughs> I cannot be speaking Igbo. Then the Spirit of God said to me, ask him what he heard. Stop saying what you are speaking. Because so God gave him understanding in a different channel. So I said, okay, uncle, what are you hearing? He said, you are saying in Igbo, I need to enter that house. I want that house. God, give me the house. As soon as he said it, because I did not have the conversation with him, I said, ah, God is really, this guy is here. And I started trying to do a gothic tongue. He did not now walk again. You know, he did not now walk again. I think he has already time to say, bro, stop, stop, stop. It's okay. I think... That's how I'm able to understand what happened in the day of Acts. It's not necessarily because they spoke in different languages. It's that God gave people understanding because both the hearing and the speaking of the tongue is the administration of the Spirit. It's the administration of the Spirit. So once she said that, I case closed. I went to the woman again. I'm, after, after that experience, I went to the woman. I spoke to the woman. I said, man, I need the house. She said to me, eh, okay, you, you sound good. I have to travel. I just need money. I've not heard from that lady again. I said, no, she can never, never make it. She can, she will, she will never, never come to me. She can never, never take it. So bring the money. As soon as I paid the next day, I was cleaning the house, trying to fix the house together. The lady came and said, oh, ah, something happened to her. She lost her phone. So she's been trying to call the agent who connected her to the woman. I said, you will lose your phone again because I already entered my house. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm saying you, you, she, you, you can't mess with this. Pray always. It's prayer as you go. You don't have to feel worship. Uh, wait, wait for my next book. That's the, title of, that's the title of my next book. Pray as you go. You will love it. So you don't have to feel. So hold, you don't pray in the spirit when you come to church and then Joxy, oh, I didn't want Tommy to stop that first song. She took us to one junction like that in the spirit. <laughs> then as Tommy singing, you know, say, oh, here baby, here baby, see my body is shaking, goosebumps, kuri, kuri, urubugada shakiri skata, urubugada shakiri. No, no, that's not how. That's not how you pray in tongues. So you don't have to feel it to pray in tongues. Do you feel like speaking Yoruba to speak Yoruba? No. I have some Igbo friends. Whether I'm Igbo or not, they are talking. They just put Igbo. I say, I don't hear it. You talk. <laughs> Even Yoruba, they just surprise. I know they hear. Speak to me. That's how we pray in the spirit. So you wake up in the morning. Jude twenty says, building up yourself in the most holy faith. So you don't have to feel it to pray. It. You pray to feel it. You hear what I'm saying? No, you pray to feel it. So uh, the Holy Ghost, go on, wake the Holy Ghost up inside of you. Say, hey, Matalaka has this. Buriata, Siprohotos. That's how you do it. But some of you think you have to feel the goosebumps and say, now is the time. Oh, hey, Kweme. Hey, Kweme. No, 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 no. No, no. And you will grow in the spirit. It's called diverse kind of tongues. Four years now. Five years now. Every time you are praying, Kuri Mama, Kuri Mama, Kuri Mama, Kuri. What of Kuri Baba? What of Kuri Shasha? Express yourself in the spirit. You hear what I'm saying? It's very powerful. One night, God woke me three o'clock to pray. For some, see, how, how dare you not pray in the spirit? How do you pray when you feel like praying and you don't know what to pray for? Not be praying for China, pray for Brazil. <laughs> How do you pray when you feel like praying and you don't know what to pray for? You pray in the spirit. 
Because your spirit knows what you are feeling that your mind may not comprehend. I woke up 3 a.m. one night to pray. I just had the urge to pray. So I woke up. No, this was not it. It was, it was 2.45. So it was 15 minutes prayer. I remember, it was not a long prayer. Because the power of prayer is not in a duration. It's in a donation. So I, I woke up 2.45 and I just had the urge. To, so I, I, this is me pacing in my room. Feeling sleepy, but I'm just talking. And then the body just kicked in. And then I entered. That's how I knew that this is not regular tongue. I'm entering. I'm speaking mysteries. In the, I prayed, prayed. It was about 5 after 3 o'clock. I said, okay, you know what? It's all right. The urge left me. Went to the bathroom. Used the bathroom. And then I went back to sleep. Some of you wake up in the night to peace. The Holy Ghost trying to wake you up to, to, to pray. But you just thought about it's just pee, then you go back, touch your phone. <laughs> eh? 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 Then after, then after four hours, four hours, money was so you And the Holy Ghost was prompting you to pray. I should reduce my voice. Or I should, or I should, just, I should just call your name. <laughs> So I prayed, I went to sleep. In the morning, my sister called me. She used to go. My sister and my cousin were both in Uniben at that time. We have, we have a house somewhere around, if you know, been in that Dolor Road, close to Uniben. So that's where they were camping. And thieves came to the house. I jacked them in their room in the night. They were having girls, not dressed properly at night. And they were moving them out of the house to rape them. And I said, what? What time was this? She said, this was about five minutes to three. I was praying 10 minutes before the time. She said, for some reason, the neighbor woke up. The neighbor was helpless. And just started calling names. Shaku, where are you? This come. Surround them. Catch them. So they left them and ran away. But I was praying. Then that's how the Holy Ghost said to me, do not complain in the morning what you refuse to fix at night. I've learned that lesson. I've learned that lesson. Do not complain in the morning what he woke you up to fix at night. Yeah. That's how... They didn't have that experience. That, that, they barely were saved. So sometimes you're just, it's just a nudge. There's just an unease in your spirit. How do you pray it? Father, anything in my heart now that is disturbing me, Father, disturb it for me. Is that what, wrong? what is wrong with you? That's how you start. You, you increase the, even if, even if you have the other gifts of the spirit, they won't work if you don't pray in the spirit. Because it's the engineering of the spirit. That's how you open the channel for the other gifts to come in. Uh, that's how you enter a place and you can really try to change the atmosphere because you're praying in the spirit. Yes, yeah? One very beautiful story. I tell it all the time because it really blessed me. I was on a flight to Abuja from Lagos. I, got, I saw some guy in the flight too. From where I come from, it was a diabolical guy. You know people who are very diabolical who now pr proud or pride in their diabolism. You know, very spread like second wave. We have big Agbada for the plane. And he knows me. I know him too because he knew my parents. Ah, how are you? I greeted him. He goes, sir. Say very, 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 He sat in front of me. I was behind him. As he sat in front of me, and I was seeing his head and his neck. I said, this guy, you die away today. Yeah. One hour flight. As the plane took off, Borasisa, Ezualapara, Boza, Ejibarasis. He will turn back. I said, Mingo, sir. He stand up, say one P, he P, he come back again and look at Mingo, sir. He sit down. 
throughout the flight, as we landed, somebody called him. I was flying. He was very rough. I said, I was there. Everything he was going to have to do with diabolic, he will not work on that because I showed up. And some of you, you that they are pushing, they're pushing. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, hey. They almost catch me. I just woke up. Show me. If I sleep back, come meet you. Show me. Posho, my name is Flourish Peters. I stay in Lake Fezon. Posho me. Posho me. Come. Fly. Fly. Fly come. You pass. You succeed. If I wake up, sleep, enter, find you. Your colleagues will even tell you, no, don't go there. It's not really good. They will advise. That's how believers should be. So we are afraid. This and this. No, no, no. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. That's the authority of the believer. Believers are shaking. Muslim, Muslim ticket. Muslim, Muslim ticket. You don't have power again. The one that we had the pastor in one particular country like that as vice president. That's the year that they keep people more. You, you know the country, Abi? You were there. Because there's not use. There is no use being in position and you don't have the power. There's no use being in position and you don't have the power. I know one nation, no. the VP is a pastor and a lawyer. That nation, that's the year that they abused the law the most and killed Christians the most. So what are you talking about? Give me another argument. So darkness bows. When light shows up. So pray in the spirit. Don't let anybody tell you it's for special people. No. The Holy Ghost in your pastor is no Holy Ghost Pro Max. Then the one you have is now 3310 Holy Ghost. No. There's nothing like that. It's the same Holy Ghost that you have. Are you listening to me? Shoot the next question. Let's see if we can do some questions. For Please, sir, kindly explain what destiny means. Because it, it wasn't mentioned in the scriptures. Really? But people believe that it can be stolen. <laughs> Odeo. Odeo, they've come home. Your destiny can be stolen. <laughs> the guy did not say your own destiny. <laughs> Romans 8 from verse... 29 to 30. Give me TPT. Romans 8, 29 to 30. Give me TPT, not, not KJV first. I just go straight to TPT so uh, we don't waste time. For he knew all about us before we were born and he destined us from the beginning to share in the likeness of the Son. So what's the destiny of the believer in Christ? In Christ. First. Yeah. This means the son is the oldest among vast family of brothers and sisters who will become just like him. Next verse, verse 30. Having determined our destiny ahead of time, he called us to himself and transferred his perfect righteousness to everyone he called. And those who possess his perfect righteousness, he co-glorified with his son. So the destiny is in Christ. The believer is not looking for destiny. You are in your destiny in Christ. 
your destiny in Christ. Now, there may be purposes, the peculiarities of your purposes that will manifest from that place. But first, understand, there's destiny in Scripture and it's in Christ. You don't create your destiny, you discover your destiny. Yes, eh? So, you don't create, let me create my destiny. No, you discover your destiny. What has God called me to do? One of the ways you can find what God has called you to do is whatever you're burdened for, you're assigned to correct. Whatever you're burdened for, you're assigned to correct. And you must be comfortable with what God has called you to do. The nail and the office pin are both piercing tools. <laughs> but if you put the nail on the cloth, it will destroy the cloth. If you put the pin on the wall, it will destroy the pin. Anytime you're doing something where you are destroying it or it's destroying you, it's not your plan. It's not your purpose. So you have pain, right? It's for clothes. But if you put the pin here, you will destroy the pin. Because not great. this is created for nails, right? If you not take the nails there and put it on your clothes, you destroy the clothes. And the Spirit of God is within you. He will navigate you easily into everything God has called you to do. Once you first understand the first destiny, which is where? In Christ. First. First, from there, every other thing can unfold. Ephesians 1 verse 5, Ephesians 1 11, um, Ephesians 1 11 TPT, Ephesians 1 verse 5, and Ephesians 1 11. Ephesians, having predestined us unto the adoption of children. But, so at the destiny of the child of God is in Christ. So once you find Christ, you have entered your destiny. First. First. Any other thing you enter outside of Christ is not destiny. It's something else. So Christ is the entirety and the totality of the believer's work. Stop looking for a destiny outside of Christ. You become a destitute. Yeah. I didn't mean to rhyme, but... Having <laughs> prayed... Give me, give me 11 TPT. 11 TPT. TPT 11. Through our union with Christ, we too have been claimed by God as his own inheritance. Before we were even born... He gave us our destiny. Are you saying? So God gave you a destiny before you were born that we would fulfill the plan of God who was, who always accomplished every purpose and plan in his heart. You see that? So your destiny is in Christ. But once you come into Christ, the other things, when Paul says that the eyes of my understanding will be enlightened, I will know why he called me, why I didn't die, why the rape didn't destroy me. Why my father's neglect didn't kill me? Why my mother's early death didn't make me stupid? Why my smoking in their hem didn't throw me to Yava left? How he preserved me for such a time as this? How I would have missed it, but God kept me. So God, what is the grand plan? And as you begin to pray, and the most important prayer to pray in this age bracket in this room, the age bracket in this room is Ephesians chapter 1, 18 and 19. I prayed that prayer for five years, and I'm still praying it now. That the eyes of understanding may be enlightened, that I may know what is the hope of his calling. May those days I was just walking in VGC, crying at night, Father, there's something in me, I can't express it. There's a walk in my heart. There's something shouting in me. There's destiny locked up inside of me. I couldn't articulate it, but the baby was growing. It was kicking. 
And as I began to pray, God began to open my eyes. Like I said all the time, I was going through hell and high waters. I just knew how to take a licking and keep on ticking here, bad news and keep a good attitude. That's all I had with myself. I went through hell and high waters, man. There were days where I was so broke. I was so frustrated, depressed, suicidal, and I just wanted to give up. But every time I tried giving up, as I knelt to pray, I would feel a deluge of God's presence. The anointing was even frustrating because how am I disanointed and my life isn't making sense? But it was isolation, preparation for manifestation. It was separation, rather, separation. Because when the devil wants to kill you, he isolates you. When God wants to prepare you, he separates you. I was going through my separation. You must learn how to discern your now and now because perspective is everything. Perspective is everything. I was reading the book of Acts. I was teaching some days ago how Felix locked Paul in jail just to please the Jews for two years. For no reason. Locked Paul because he did it to please the Jews. He wanted to collect a bribe from Paul. Paul didn't give him bribe. Yeah? And so he locked Paul for two years and thought he was pleasing the Jews. But that's when Paul wrote the epistles. Because God knows how to make a message out of your mess. God knows how to bring power out of your pain. God knows how to bring ministry out of your misery. God knows how to get glory out of your story. I've been there. I've walked in your shoes. I was tired. I was so tired. I didn't, it didn't make sense to me. But I knew it. I was so confident. I had two pairs of trousers. had one black suit like that. The problem with the black suit, it was stripes. It was stripes. So, you know when you have black suit, it's easy. When you have striped black suit, every time you wear it, they know it's that. Yeah, I'd, it was the guy with the striped suit. I used to trek from VGC to Muson Center. True story. There are people who picked me from the road who can testify to this. Just going. And I would be in church jumping like God. I was the most blessed. It became better. God took me through different twists and turns. But there was just this thing inside of you. That's why I can tell you, you are not going to die. I know you feel like killing yourself. You are not going to die. Because there's something inside of you that the world is waiting for. And it's called destiny. See, this is less than six months. Have you been to the headquarters church? Two services. Or jammed. He's knocking at three services. I'm begging them, come to first service. Because we still have space in first service. In less than three years. We're two years plus. And I now know that the, the, this is what the devil was fighting. My mama said that the tree won't get fruit, neither the stone. Neither the stone. So the level of attack you have in your life is because of the weight of the destiny that you carry within you. The devil doesn't affect, attack people without destiny. Let your mother tell you how you survived when you almost died, when you were born. That should tell you something that you're not here. Happenstance, you're here by divine summons of Elohim. And I got to the point in my life where I said, if I've made it to this place, devil or die not die. I'm going to grab this destiny with my life. I do not care who I offend, who likes me, who doesn't like me, who I please. This was when it, because when you get to that Kairos moment, <laughs> have you ever seen a woman in labor? She doesn't bother about her nails, her hair, those things you bother about. Any woman in labor is talking about, where's my nails? Check. It never starts. She's a doctor. It never starts. When that labor pain hooks you, you don't care who's in the place. I got to that point in my life where it didn't matter who liked me or not. It was time to push this baby out. And the birth pain is the most excruciating pain. 
but with the greatest reward. Because when you see the baby, when you see the baby, it all makes sense. Then you can say like David, it was good that I was afflicted. It was good that I went through the furnace and the fires of affliction. And some of you, as you speak to, as I speak to you today, God tells you, this is the apostle over your life to follow. This was one of the challenges I had to disconnect. And God is saying, this is the time. Destiny is shouting. For some, some of you are still sentimental with your destiny. I pity you. Sentiment with destiny. You don't do sentiments with destiny. You can't do that. You can't do that. You must sense the move and jump in the move. Because every move of God is tied to timing. Once you sense the time and the kairos, don't miss it. Don't miss it. Jump into it. Unless you wait for another cycle. And it will come because God is not a God of second chance. He's a God of many chances. It will come. But I'm just saying to you, if you sense the move of God upon your life, obey God. Success has many parents. Failure is an orphan. Everyone who felt different about me obeying God's plan for my life today calls me our son. And they tell me, Kodeli, we are so proud of you. I am very sure that's why you're here. God wanted you to show you someone who's walked your path before and tell you that, you know what? Keep moving. Just keep moving. Wake up every morning. Keep moving. Just hold on to God. Keep your head high. I just used to dream big. I used to offend my friends. The biggest problem I had with me, they said, one man said to my wife when we were getting married, the problem with this, your husband, is he doesn't like to do small, small. He likes to do big, big. He lacked the lexicon to save great faith. Because I was believing God for incredible things with empty account. Because I saw in my scripture, if you believe, and if you pray, believe, not if you pray, pay. When you pray, believe and you receive. Not when you pray, check your account. That's where you missed it. When you pray, you start checking your account. It won't make sense to you. It won't make sense to you. If everything God is telling you right now makes a lot of sense, you're not hearing from God. You're not hearing from God. God will start calling you father of many nations when you are barren and you have nothing to show for it. Then he changes your name first and gets people to call your name sarcastically. Abraham. <laughs> wow. For your liver, for Abraham. You say fee, father of many nations. It's okay. Now, wow. Not be, not be, not, not getting Musa Lugosi forget to. The rest is history. The rest is history. Next question. Are you being blessed by this question? Next question, please, if, if we have. How do we deal with lost? As believers, very, very good question. Uh, a, lot, a lot of you are in this, a lot of us are in this WhatsApp group. And thank you for clearing your truth very well. <laughs> Romans chapter 13, verse 12 to 14. Romans 13, 12 to 14. You have, okay, beautiful. Listen to me. The Bible says, pray. No, it says, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. It did not say fight with the lust of the flesh. 
that you may not fulfill the lust of the flesh. It says, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill. It's Ephesians, the lust of the flesh. What he's saying is stay. I say then walk in the spirit. and you sh- This is the only scripture I should give you. This I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust. Be conscious of your position in Christ Jesus and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Stay on the island and you will never find yourself in Agbado Ejaye. But you trying to navigate out of Agbado Ejaye you see, see yourself around the Egbeda, Idimu. You are still on the mainland of misery. You have not crossed to the Victoria Island of victory. And the consciousness is the Todd Mellon Bridge, where you have the traffic, where you have the jam. He says, stay in the spirit. You will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Yeah, what I used to do, my, I mean, you can confirm for my, I didn't sleep with my wife before we got married. Is it because I, we were not together sometimes and some things were standing on holy ground powerfully? My God, Jesus, Paladasi, those are your bones. I say, Hey, Jesus, what we now did is that we spent time praying together. So I converted the energy. I remember when I gave her one particular hug like that. He said, What's going on down there? He says, Things are moving. I'm serious. We didn't, man. She's maybe she's watching the line. I'm not. I like no lying to you. We didn't kiss. We didn't do. Not because I didn't have. Somebody say ah. I know you from the day one. Holy kiss. It's not ah. It's not say ah. Day one. Big of my, big of my, big of my. Let's tongue in the spirit. Serious. Seriously. How did I, how did I, how, how did I, and you know, okay, maybe she's not being here. My wife is beautiful. No, it's not being, she, whoosh, oh, hey, Jesus. But it's, so it's, not, it's not that, it's just, and the truth is, marriage doesn't cure lust. Marriage doesn't cure lust. If you're not disciplined, adultery for no day. Adultery for no day. I'm telling you. So marriage doesn't kill us. You don't do it because I'm married. No, 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 no. If you don't have the discipline before your marriage, you won't have it in marriage. You will have it after marriage. That's how, you know, to me, I pride in church all the time. When I have workers meeting, I tell my members, we're going on three years. There's no girl here. From here to here, Buddha took and said there was one day as I enter office in economy, in a distance. No, 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 no. Small sheet, they wear white shirts. No, and once you enter that thing, you know they quickly come on to. So I tell people, I say, God will forgive me. My members won't forgive me. Now, now they feel. No, now they feel. Church people are unforgiving. We like to receive grace from the man of God. He should talk, teach us about grace. But we don't want to give grace to the man of God. And I know that Pastor Mess, this may pass. So I already have a policy in my office. 
Pastor Larry is here, Clarkson, people who work with me. Once a woman comes into my office, the door is open. Pastor Larry's office is there. So we are every, as you enter from the main door, you are seeing everything. Uh, yeah. It's the truth. Because me too, I don't want to, me too, I don't want to try my body. Uh-huh. Paul says, in my flesh lies no good thing. So I, I don't want to now test my flesh so that can I handle this one? Can I not handle this one? Can I go, oh, Pastor, I'm being through a lot. I'm being through a lot. You now move from your table, say, oh, the console you. A lot. Now clap, they did the enter dance. So, so whilst you have, no, am, I help, am I helping you today? So there are certain, there are certain environments that you hardly find me with. You have to be, you have to be my person. Yes. And there are certain things I don't. So when you see me in church, I'm on the gr- I'm kissing and hugging everybody publicly. Hey, hey, on the ground floor, oh, how are you doing, brother? And keep there. But I say, okay, what's up? Now you doing now? Hey, come over to the house now. Let's just then. you know see women in pastor's house. They are washing plates. They're doing this. They're doing say. No. 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 Fine. Find, find, ask, ask, ask the women, ask the women you know in church here. How many of them come to my house to do what? No. Do you understand? So, so stay in the spirit. Stay conscious of who I, who you are in Christ Jesus. Then God gave you brains that you not be disturbing Him all the time. So you put some boundaries around yourself. Put some boundaries around yourself. Be conscious of it. And when I say I've not done it in the in my years of, it's not because I've not seen the one that I'm like, oh, this one good or no. I don't see you. And so, you know, people actually feel like, you know, in their past, the kind of temptation we receive, your own they learn. The women on our case, your own they learn. That's all I can tell you. They, they come church, they, they don't say you be pastor, forget. They, they try their luck. Are you talking about? But again, so you must have, you must have the, the systems and the boundaries to keep yourself. Together. But first thing first is consciousness, and do not deny. You know, anything you cover grows. When you expose it, it dies. So you may tell yourself that ah, that one, no, 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 that one go knock me down. This one, you must people to have those conversations with yourself. But the scripture there will be walking in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Give me the next scripture. I, was, I think it's in Romans. I was talking about something in Romans 13 verse 12 to 14. It says, the night is fast spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Glory to God. Next verse. Next verse. Let us walk honestly in the day, not in the rioting and drunkenness, not in the chamber and wantonness, in strife and envy. Verse 14, go. Put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the consciousness. Put, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. And make not provision for the flesh. That means when you do that, do not now create provision, space for flesh. Don't see, don't even try yourself. As I sometimes say, I know me, I got it. I don't got nothing. I got this. I don't know lie. I lie you. 
There's no way you are stranded a, a, a girl, you are stranded in the, the lie. I will call protocol to come pick you. I'm not likely going to carry you in my car. Because if you shout tomorrow, nobody's going to hear my side of the story. Women are interesting people and God bless them. That's all I want to say. You have to be, you have to be somebody who is like, I, I can't, this is my Dr. Becky, that I can say, okay, you are in my house, I enter kitchen, I see you. You have to be my, like, my, I know you. Not that it's somebody, I will park there. Wind up, central lock. Call somebody to come and attend to you. Yes, because it is what it is. I'm not going to sit down and just think that everybody's excited about Pastor Flores. No, 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 no. People who are very close to you to find out how they can bless you. People who are very close to you to find out how they can give you leg over. And I know all of them, so but I love everybody. For the Bible says Jesus could not commit himself to them because he knew the heart of man. So I know my constituents, I know my comrades, I know my confidants. I know my in Christ men. Or you will never know that I know that I know you. Because I will treat you with love, but I will escape. Yes. You can catch me. You my number, call Pastor Larry. Give Pastor Clarkson. Call them. They will talk to you. And you cannot. Because I'm not going to say, ah, me, I've gotten to the place in the spirit where now. Nothing. You see me, when you're naked like me, for, and nothing moves. You, you don't see things. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> don't, you don't see. Because the devil knows how to keep your Monica Lewinsky and bring him to your White House of Destiny. No, 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 please. So it's keep the keep that last verse again for me, please. Keep the last verse for me again. Put on the cautiousness of Christ. No make provision for the flesh, nor fulfill the lust there. Temptation is not sin. Yielding is sin. That you were tempted is not the sin, no. Is yielding. Yield not to temptation, for yielding is sin. Oh, your mom is really an old Christian. Because <laughs> there's no way you will know that song without your mom. <laughs> Yeah, so temptation is not sin. And sex is not sin. Fornication is the sin. That you thought of sex is not, it's fornication that is sin. Fornication is sex outside of the confines of marriage. You hear what I'm saying? So if you don't put those boundaries right now as a young man, you'll have the issues growing up. So there are people here who, like Rosemary has known me from Benin, from way back, who, it's just... Whilst I, I let grace keep me, I make sure I'm really holding on to the grace to keep me. And I let grace work for me. So I'm not going to boast that I did this with my strength. I did this because I understood grace. But grace not even gave me sense to let grace work for me. Yeah. So I'm never going to just jump on a... Um, on a... <laughs> this is young. So let's just go. <laughs> One lady said to me, People now, let's just, just travel, let's hang out. We leave on Friday, come back on Sunday. So I said, I said, uh-uh, 73 hours. What will we be doing? 73 hours. And some of you now will say, no, no, it's not, no. It's not, you don't have to think of it like, don't be, don't, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. 
Then you now go and visit some guy. Then they will now be shouting justice for Maka, justice for this. Are you are you okay? Justice for Chinaka, justice for doing. Where, where, where did you go to? Where do you find good there? No sense now, don't do that. You're not be shouting there. Apple, help, help, they carry me go where I don't know. Are you trying to the motor? <laughs> Please, do you, do you have any other questions that I can take from the crowd and close? Do you have any other question? We're done. Okay, we're done. The question sent. We're, we're good. Chill. Any other question in the room so we can close? There's one here. Let me let me hear from him and then we can close. But have I have, have I helped you today? Yeah. <laughs> that was a classic story of a guy who, who, who. no, leave it. <laughs> Let me have your question, please. <laughs> Let me have a question. Shoot, sir. Uh, um, sir, please, I want I want you to quickly explain to us how important the how important it is for us to walk in love and forgiveness because we are growing and. We need to really understand all of these things. Okay. The strength, the strength of your revelation is how deep you can love. It's not how the rev you can blow the rev. It's love. Love is a true test. We've received this love. I say it every day vertically. We can dispense it horizontally. You cannot adequately dispense love that you have not accurately received. I'll say that again. You cannot adequately dispense love that you have not accurately received. It's because you have accurately received love first. We love him because he first loved us. Yeah? So it's your, your ability to forgive and how you can forgive. That's how you, we can tell that you are growing. It's a litmus test for growth, forgiveness and love. It's a litmus test for growth. Are you able to forgive? Forgive doesn't mean you bring them back into your space. So I can forgive you and give you 10 yards. Yeah, because the Bible says, walk is second spreading, not as fools, but as wise, read them in the time because the days are evil. So there are people who... They've shown you their character. And that's who they are. They're not going to change. And you must love them, but doesn't mean you will bring them into your inner circle. So forgiveness is not restoration. Forgiveness isn't restoration. It's not bringing you back to be where homies, where chummies. We're not homies, we're not chummies. But I would love you, and I would show the love of God in Christ because he has loved me. In the New Testament, we do not love to be loved. We love because we have, we have been loved. In the New Testament, we do not forgive to be forgiven. That is not New Testament. And forgive us our sins as we forgive those. Jesus prayed that prayer under the law. It was not a New Testament prayer. He prayed under the law. That's not your prayer. It's the Lord's prayer. Leave it for him. The New Testament says we forgive because we have received his forgiveness. I think it's in Ephesians. Is it Ephesians 4, 23, Colossians um, give me my scriptures now. Colossians, Ephesians 4. Is Pastor Larry there? Um, there's one in Ephesians. Is it Ephesians 4 verse? The last verse in Ephesians chapter 4. Give me the last verse in Ephesians chapter 4. If my theology is right, I will get it. Whoa, glory to Jesus. I said glory to Jesus. See, and be kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another. Not so that God will forgive you. Even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. So in the Old Testament, they will teach you, if you don't forgive, God will not forgive you. It's a lie. All those people that had uh, malaria and typhoid um, dreams that they went to heaven and saw people in hell because they did not forgive. 
It's just typhoid, though. It's typhoid. I'm serious. It's typhoid dream. Let me tell you, they will not say they saw Wivon in hell. How did Wivon enter fire? And did not burn until. See, there's someone area in the air fire. Wivon was parked there. God, devil was saying, You see, you are wearing nonsense. You see, this one is the choir master. He not forgive the choir mistress. That's why he's here. There's nothing like that. Your unforgiveness is not that powerful to stop the finished work on the cross of Calvary. Unforgiveness stops you. Doesn't stop God. You will just not be happy. Because unforgiveness is you drinking poison and expecting your neighbor to die. So you are just affecting yourself, not God. It's not that strong. Give me Colossians. Forbearing. That means managing. That's what he's saying. Managing one another. Forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. New Testament. He's not saying, if you don't do it, oh, hey, hey, hell. No, 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 that's not true. That's typhoid dream, malaria dreams. And please, don't believe any dream that is contra- that's contradicting the word of God. Believe the word of God. How can somebody just wake up? Lazarus. Lazo. You know Uncle Laz now? He died. Came back four days later. He didn't tell us any dream. Yes, Lazo, Uncle Laz, not 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 one not one hour. Sorry, <laughs> not one not 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 one hour. People say he was dead for one hour, and when he woke up, he has a long message for us on this side of life. Bernie, keep quiet if you have time for talk. Lazo stayed for four days, came back without telling us any of those stupid dreams. If it's these days, ha, you'll see serious, you'll be serious. Serious. Then you fake right. I went through the light. I saw the light. I saw light. I saw what? Say, talk now, tell us from the dead. The word of God is enough. Stop believing nonsense. I hope with these few words of mine, I've been able to convince you. Everyone's standing. Everyone's standing. Put, put, put the lyrics up there.